Our Podcast, Episode 2. My name's Stephanie. I'm Rosanna. And this is Psychology. <laughs> you say that That's so tough. much more enthusiastically than me. <laughs> All right, hey guys. Like we mentioned, this is uh, Episode 2, and we just wanted to take a quick minute to start the podcast off and uh, say thank you to everybody that listened to Episode 1. And thank you so much for all the support, the shares on Instagram, and the uh, criticism and notes, constructive criticism and notes mm-hmm. that you guys have given us. Um, definitely working on uh, keeping all those in mind going forward. Uh, let's see. Um, roll that intro music. Roll that intro started. music. Steph? <laughs> So it changes every episode. <laughs> there will be a new and original score. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, you are uh, the talent. Yeah. I, I'm going to stay humble, but yeah. <laughs> um, so one of, well, we got a lot of questions regarding the name of our podcast, uh, which is a great question that Rosanna is going to take the time and answer. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, if you are really asking, uh, the truth, I didn't come up with the name on my own. Um, actually it was Stephanie's idea. Far be it from me to steal any credit. Um, I'd hate for this to become a, uh, point of resentment that I took credit for Stephanie coming up with this wonderful name. Uh, so basically we, we both really enjoy puns, um, And as you can tell from our first episode, we do talk about serious issues. However, we do kind of do it with a comedic twist based on our experiences and um, our background. In no way are we trying to diagnose anybody. We don't have a degree in psychology. Um, So anything we're saying, any advice, it's just we're just sharing what we how we feel about it. Pretty much just our opinions, yeah, um, of psychological uh, experiences, if that makes sense. If that proves, I mean, to we you don't how, know. We're if, not psychologists. If so. that proves to you how uneducated <laughs> yeah. we are about psychology, that will be it. Um, let's just sum that up. Yeah. So I mean, I like I said, I think we we do like having serious discussions, and then we just want to put our comedic twist on it. So that's really all it is and then i just thought it was a clever name yeah we hydrate is it still red okay there you go yeah you said red ain't good well it was just like a Mm. flat line much like my heart okay so episode two i know episode one we don't we jumped in we we done messed up we done we done we done did it yeah. We then jumped in to some very serious subject matter right off the bat without kind of introducing ourselves to you guys. So we would like to take the opportunity to introduce ourselves. Stephanie wanted to go first because she is the one hogging all the spotlight here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We both ever like, we don't want to do it. Um, I, I, we, we do think it's important for y'all to know us. And before we shove our before, beliefs yeah. down your throat, um, yeah. 
So I guess I'll start since Stephanie is giving me that blank look like any minute now, Rosanna. We are just two beautiful young Filipinos living the American dream, okay? The American nightmare. (laughs) Yeah, uh, we definitely started this podcast because we had a lot of thoughts about things that we are going through, but we're also witnessing other people going through, whether it be our friends or things we see on TV, media, things we read about. Um, So we wanted to be able to share our opinions on those. Um, A lot of the reason why we started a podcast is um, we take things really seriously but not so serious that we can't joke about them yeah, or make light of them or, you know. I think we're both pretty vocal on our opinions and where we stand. And it's, we just want to get it out there. Yeah. And, uh, so that's it. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, guys. We, We like having... Deep discussions, but then when we're going to talk about ourselves, it's... <laughs> yeah. It's have, scary. Yeah. It's... um, I, I think I never want to say anything too much about myself in... Because we're always changing. Mm-hmm. I'm always changing. My mood, my opinions on things are always... Well, my opinions are pretty steadfast, but my moods are always changing. So things I said tomorrow might not be exactly how I feel today um but i think that's a politician (laughs) we're gonna create more jobs by making more jobs (laughs) don't get me started on that um so i think uh that that's our goal is pretty much just to just comment on things that we see or experience but without being so serious about it that we um, laugh about it yeah we laugh about it um, okay. We laugh about our traumas. Yeah, we do. Our dramas. I, I cry, uh, laugh, cry, cry. Yes. A lot of cry. Tears of joy. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, a little background on me. Okay. Let's let's get started. I'm with- from the good old state of Texas. Oh god. <laughs> I don't know. No one in California loves Texas. What? Well, I won't say loves. No one here likes Texas. I feel like. Or maybe y'all just make fun of me way too much. I say y'all. I say right quick. I, I say y'all all the time as well. It's not you, okay? Other people make fun of me. Okay. But I grew up in Texas. Y'all come back. <laughs> and I moved to California. Where in Texas? Texas is a huge state. Dallas. <laughs> Yikes. No, I don't know anything oh, about Dallas, Dallas huh? other than your cow, the team sucks. Cow, the team sucks. I don't like the Cowboys. Oh. I don't like football, so it's okay. I used to love it, but I don't like it anymore. Hook them. Um, anyways. I don't want your life. <laughs> I, I just quote Varsity Blues anytime somebody brings up Texas. Uh, I moved here like almost three years ago, I think. Yeah. My my anniversary's coming up, so we'll celebrate. Yes. Um so I moved out here honestly to so I got a job out here. Okay. And I was incredibly unhappy at that job. 
so unhappy. I would go home crying. I was there less also than a month. Also, needed most jobs. <laughs> yeah. So, fun fact, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually, I walked out of my job, I, which I've never do. done, and I, cr- I had a, a full-on panic attack. <laughs> I was in my office. I was, like, slowly packing things up, and I was like, should I leave a note? Yeah, I'll leave a note. And I was, like, pacing around, and I was like, I just got to do it. I just got to fucking walk out, be a man, man up. <laughs> That's not the man thing to do, just walk out of a job. But I was I was freaking out in the inside. I was like hyperventilating, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do it." So I like I cleaned up. I left them. It was nice. I left them a note, and I I fucking walked out of there. You're all thanks for the opportunity, yeah. but I hate this place. And I was in my car, and I just felt like it was just the biggest relief off my shoulders. I just I was. I just, I don't know. What was the job doing? So, my title sounded very important, but I was the uh, district executive, Boy Scouts of America for the South Bay region. Got it. Um, So. You were assistant to. (laughs) The assistant. You were the. Regional manager. The assistant to the regional manager. Yeah. So, I mean, I was, I was, I mean, I shouldn't. I was working 60 plus hours. I wasn't making any friends. Like it was a it was in a small office. Um and they were all like older people. Mm. So I when I moved out here, I moved in with my cousin and her husband, which is great, but like I don't want to have to like try to befriend their friends, you know. Gotcha. I want to make my own friends and try to make something of myself. Yeah. So I was just like unhappy. And I called her freaking out. And she was just like, it's going to be okay. She, like, took the rest of the day off. She got me a pizza from Papa John's because that was, like, my favorite delivery pizza place. And I was just, like, crying. And, oh, it was – I just – I felt so bad walking out of a job that had just started – but at the same time, I was, I knew I was, like, super stoked to, like, Leave. not be there anymore. Yeah. Also, I think the pressure of uprooting your whole life to do it. Yeah. To come out here and then to be so unhappy is, like, yeah, not worth it. I, so, my job, like, it was more about, like, meeting numbers and mm. getting memberships and I more so wanted to be, like, with the kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I would go to, like, troop meetings. I'd sit in and stuff, and and that was cool. But, like, Monday through Friday, I'd be at the office, and then I'd sometimes have to work, like, like for events and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wasn't happy. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't regret at all. Um. And I think part of me, too, like, I've always wanted to move to California. Like, I've been saying since I was younger, like, I want to move here. Um, Just because of the whole, just being here is just, like, different. Like, there are mountains. Mm -hmm. You can drive to go snowboarding and then, like, drive to go surfing the same day. Like, it's crazy. 
And I think, like, back home in Texas, I was just very unhappy just because I was also, I was, I wasn't out when I moved to California. Mm-hmm. Only, like, a couple, couple people knew that I yeah. was gay. And I was with one person before I was with Chelsea, which I wouldn't even consider her my girlfriend because, like, the whole situation, how that started was just a rocky start too Mm -hmm. and i'm not like happy about like how it started or ended Mm -hmm. and i don't regret it like she was a cool person but it was it was i was also not comfortable too i wasn't i couldn't be myself with her and then when i met chelsea who i met at sports basement so when i quit my job i went to sports basement and it's funny because like I walked in and I was meeting with a manager Mm -hmm. so I actually met Josh that day (laughs) but I was like are you guys hiring Uh, I had already applied (laughs) (laughs) I had already applied but I just wanted to like introduce myself yeah and he was like uh well I'm not hiring for my department but like here's Kyle Kyle hired me on the spot. But it was funny because Chelsea remembers seeing me that first day and I was talking to Kyle and Kyle was like, so like, how'd you find us? And I was like, honestly, I Googled sporting goods store mm-hmm. and you came up <laughs> and you're down the street from me. And, but yeah, so I met Chelsea and we just hung out as friends in like group settings. We'd go out. Um, but then eventually like, we started talking and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I came out. So we started dating in May of 2017. It, yeah, 2017. Okay. I came out to my parents, well, and everybody in July. Okay. So I waited because... It's not something like I could tell my parents over the phone. Like, yeah. By the way, I'm a gay. <laughs> I would have told them just like that. I would have called them and be like, "Hey, mom, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm Morgan Freeman, and I'm gay. I'm Morgan Freeman. Okay. Oh, well, that was kind of good. No. No. Um. <laughs> but okay, so you waited. I till waited. July. Cause July. You went home? Uh, so we had a family reunion in Chicago. That's the best time to do it. <laughs> yeah. Just get it all out in one quick Ed. setting. Hey, everybody. Um, you should have just bought a shirt that said, I'm here, I'm queer. Get used to it. Um, but I did. No, but, yeah, I did. Uh, so my flight to Chicago, I was just like getting antsy. I was just like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe I'm going to tell my parents. Um, and I didn't get there till Chicago, like, later that night, and, like, we were all at my cousin's house, and I remember getting there, and I was happy to see them, but as soon as I walked in, I was like, can I talk to you guys outside? And I was, like, shaking, I was freaking out, (laughs) and I was, so this is how I played out in my head. So my stepdad, he's a white old republican man baptist country and i 
I was nervous to tell him just because of that. Mm-hmm. And then my mom, I'm like, she'll, she'll take it. She'll be all right. I think it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And, like, my stepdad has asked me before, like, if I was gay. Mm. And I was just like, no. How? What? How dare you ask me that? Just because yes. I've never been in a relationship? Just because I am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, which I have been in a relationship. I just want to clarify that. With men, okay? Don't. No. Nothing to it's, brag about. Yeah, it's honestly. Not. But let's go. <laughs> so I brought them outside, and I, they're like, what's wrong? Like, because I'm happening? starting to like cry. You're panicking. Yeah, I'm panicking. So they don't know why you're panicking. They're like, what's wrong? And I was just, um, guys, y'all can't see what I'm doing, but I'm showing was in. I was just like, I'm gay. <laughs> like, she did this very aggressive <laughs> jump around <laughs> with her fists yeah. in the air. So, like, guys. Gay. Okay. She like P90X yeah. coming out. <laughs> yeah. She tie coming out. And my parents' face, it was just like, they looked at me. And they were like, duh, Stephanie. My mom said, I'm disappointed. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> and I was just like, excuse me? You? It was very, it was total opposite of the reaction i was expecting Mm -hmm. my stepdad was like like after talking for a bit my mom just like she like walked away she left Mm. and my mom filipino catholic denial yeah gotcha um and jerry of course he knew like jerry's like obviously he's asking yeah for years and he hugged me and he was like you know we love you. You just got to give your mom time. But we're always here for you. Jerry's a good guy. He's a good guy. Um, so next person I brought out, <laughs> my sister, Kimmy. <laughs> my cousin. She's my cousin. But okay. she was there. She lives in Chicago. And <laughs> same thing. I brought her out. She saw me coming back in, and I was just, like, crying. Yeah. And it's also awkward. That's Gracie, by the way, y'all. It's also very awkward because she, or it's awkward because all my family's in the house Mm -hmm. and they're all like, all loud talking and I'm like walking and crying. Um, So I grab her, I take her outside. That's a very awkward statement. So I grabbed her by the neck. (laughs) I aggressively came out to her. So I uh, took her outside and she was like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, not at all. Like, same hand motion. I'm like, I'm gay. (laughs) And she was like, oh, Steph. And like gave me the biggest hug. Uh And she was like, I still love you. Like, why haven't you told me? Blah, blah, blah. Just we had a very like. We had a great conversation. I was telling her, like, what my parents had said. And, like, Jerry was standing with us. And I was just like, you know, like, I'm just hurt by my mom's reaction. And and she was like, you know, you just got to give her time. Like, this is all new to her. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're right. And then my mom, like, she just, like, found a reason to come outside. And she, like, gave me earrings. Like, it's like she was just looking for a reason to see me again. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I... I still love you, of course. And, like, Kimmy was, like, trying to, like, talk to her and just be like, you know, she's still the same person. 
And my mom was like, well, I, st- I wanted grandchildren. And we're just like, Mom, I can still have children. Like, this yeah. doesn't prevent me from having kids. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, that was two and a half years ago. My parents loved Chelsea. Like, Of course. And I remember Jerry, like, so the first time I brought her home, this was a few months after I brought her home. And, like, they were talking. It was all good. And Jerry was just like, why didn't you bring her the reunion? I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> just You're come like, out and bring her. I mean, that would have been one way to yeah. do it. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that I, it was definitely, it, it was extremely hard. But the same relief I got from from walking out of my job, like mm-hmm. I just I could be myself. I feel so like whole as a person. You know, growing up, I never felt like I was. I didn't feel like anything was wrong with me. Like I knew I was gay since I was like in seventh grade. Yeah, and I would date guys. But then I'd, like, be very, like, nitpicky, like, find reasons why I can't be with them. Yeah. Trying to justify, like... like men. Yeah. I'm, like, trying to find things I don't like about them to make myself, like, feel like it's okay. Like, yeah. he's just not the right guy for you. Yeah. But in the back of my head, I'm like, no, you're fucking gay. <laughs> he's not you the like right guy women. for you because he's not a woman. A woman. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense. It makes sense. Um, so yeah, my mom, like she's, I remember we were home one time and she introduced Chelsea to like, it wasn't, it was like our lawnmower guy. He was picking something up <laughs> and he was like, oh, this is Stephanie, my daughter, Stephanie, and her friend, Chelsea. And after he left, I was like, mom, Chelsea's my girlfriend. Like, yeah, that's how you're going to have to introduce her. Yeah. And like. She came home with me for my brother's wedding a few weeks ago, and all my family was there. Everyone knows now, and they're fully supportive. And I don't think, when my mom said she was disappointed, I don't think she was disappointed. I think that was just, like, caught off guard. It's the initial reaction of, like, the defense. Yeah. Her defense mechanism was to be like, well, I'm disappointed. Yeah. But it's just like, think about what you're saying. Yeah. And that's when she was just like. And, like. From her perspective, like, having your daughter tell you that, like, she's gay and it's just something you never expected, like, not the future you saw for her, which sounds weird saying. And also, too, like, I hate it because I would never have that reaction that she had. Mm -hmm. But also, like, we're two different people. Exactly. So it was definitely hard to, like hear that I was like it I think I just felt so I felt like I just upset her and I wasn't able to like I felt like our relationship was just going to be different yeah but you know after time like she's definitely I mean I think she's still like kind of like you're gay but she also, my parents love Chelsea. Of course. And it just takes some time to accept. So I think, um, especially when, and I've never had to come out to my parents. I've, I'm straight. It's always been, I've never had to deal with that. 
but I think um, a lot of what it is is your mom or parents of kids that come out, it's um, they've lived the first 20 something years of your life. If you came out, you know, you come out when you're 27, 26, 25, mm-hmm. your parents, I think in their mind have a plan for you or have envisioned you as this certain way. Yeah. For yeah. the past 20 something years. Right. And to find out that they were wrong, I think really, um, it disappoint. They're not disappointed in you. I think they're more disappointed in themselves. So, exactly. For sure. For not seeing, you know, your stepdad saw and was like, you know. Right. So she's like, how, how did I never notice this? Am I a bad parent for mm-hmm. never noticing this? Sure. And she's not. I think a lot of parents go through that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing can't be repaired, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it especially like if it's your child. I mean, obviously not everyone's coming out story is going to be yeah, as... Yeah, some are... Yeah. Some are great. Some aren't as great. Yeah. Some are, but... And, you know... I, it took me 27 years to come out. Like, well, everyone heard that. <laughs> it took me 27 years to come out. And obviously it's different for everybody. But, man, do I feel amazing. <laughs> well, that's great. I think that's all that matters, really. Yeah. And I think once your mom or your parents see you feeling amazing and if they're supportive and willing and open to accepting that I think they they realize that it's not as um it's actually more important that you that you as their child are happy mm-hmm. and than what they whatever thought they had yeah. for you. And like it's funny because when I came out a lot of people knew like oh, fucking look at me. Like <laughs> just look at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some reactions they're like finally (laughs) but there were some people they they were genuinely surprised and i'm just like really do you even know me me? do you even know me i'm wearing chacos Uh, (laughs) i'm wearing chacos i have birkenstocks i want a subaru i wear plaid all the time Just kidding. Uh, I don't want to generalize all lesbians. I I want a super. I aspire to owning a Forester. Right now I have a RAV4. But, you know, next car, Subi. Outback. For sure. Um, So, yeah. That's my story. I think we're already running out of time. I do apologize. I took up most of that episode. No, it's good. It's good. Well, see, my, my backstory isn't... I think... I have definitely had a wild life. I've had some very crazy experiences. I think we all have. But my uh, backstory is a lot. Um, it's pr- there's no major my like, like I said. I just I'm not as exciting. I'm pretty I don't, boring. I don't believe that. I can't. I can't divulge too much. There are too many open court cases. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been legally yeah. advised not to, to not. mention too much about what I've been up to in the past few years of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But no. Yeah. Well, we're going to get you to open up next time. I know there's more to you. Okay, so let's, how much time, let's let's see what we got. What do we got here? You have work soon. Yeah. Um, Let's give you the 20 minute synopsis on my life. So, (laughs) born and raised in California. Never want to leave it. I love the Bay Area. I've lived um, all over the Bay Area and then sometimes in Northern California, um, like up, up north. Uh, But other than that, I'm a Bay Area girl at heart. High feet till I die. High feet till I die. <laughs> High feet till I die. Um, but yeah, born and raised here. Um, no desire to get married. Always, uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain. I work all the time. She literally rent, The works. rent in the Bay Area is too damn high, and I she, gotta work all the time. She works seven days a week, y'all. This lady is ridiculous. But also, it's, I mean, a lot of us have multiple jobs, and it's just, it sucks. Yeah. Just to be able to afford living here. Yeah. And I think, like, I just other, this, it's just not even here anymore, like, all I love over. It so much. Yeah. Time. As long as you're happy. Exactly. I think that's all that matters. Just yeah. don't don't kill yourself. I Make time for you. I, I do. I know. All the time. All the time. We went out drinking last night. We did. It Made was... time for myself. <laughs> uh, I don't want to drink anymore. So, okay. I started, okay. So, that's how I work seven days a week. I uh, have born and raised in California. High feet till I die. I used to party super, super hard. And I started young, too. I started partying. She when, when she was, like, five. Okay. Yeah. She... Like, juice box. Yeah. Juice box. No. Um, I started partying really young. Uh, my parents were really young when they had me. And they were very lenient. They were very trusting of uh, our independence and our judgments at a very young age. Which is cool. I think that's why I'm such a, like... I'm pretty strong now. Mm-hmm. I can't really yeah. be phased by much now. My parents didn't shelter us at all. They pretty much were like, hey, go live your life. You're 13 now. You're 13 now. <laughs> You're the world grown. is yours. <laughs> You're grown. Go do what you got to do. Um, so they were, yeah, so the, they allowed us a lot of freedoms. Um, so I started partying at a really young age. Not intense partying, but I was drinking, smoking. Um, Not intense, drinking, smoking, <laughs> shooting up, you know, the no, usual. No IV drug use. I Strictly organic. Um, hey, I don't like chemical drugs. It's not a fun thing for me. Um, but other than that, do what you got to do to get through your day. That's mm-hmm. cool. I don't judge. Um, but so I started partying at a really young age. I raged really hard all through high school, uh, all through after high school. Um, so even though I'm technically young still, I'm only, I'm like a millennial. I'm like 30, 35, I'm 35. Mm-hmm. Um, guys, she doesn't look 35. I just, I feel, I feel 90 cause I partied so young so early. Um, but also, uh, that's why I've, I've calmed down a lot. I've calmed down a lot in the past, like five, 10 years. I think after my mid twenties, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I'm I'm cool to just like work seven days a week and yeah. come home and watch Netflix and 
stick to a vegan diet and uh, and relax and chill like because I spent so much time partying at an early age yeah um but yeah I do try to make time for myself I do go out with my friends mm-hmm. and uh go out drinking yeah. to rage we, we went drinking which means, last night which means i had a, a total of two drinks one yeah. before i left the house and one at a bar i stopped drinking at 10 p.m we went to two bars after that where <laughs> yeah. i drank water because you i was like i should hydrate because yeah. i got a podcast in the morning <laughs> <laughs> we had a little I, bit of a late start I, yeah i i hydrated till about uh one uh-huh. is about when we ended up uh, at the Garrett, really? which is the pizza place. What was it? One? Twelve. Yeah. Twelve o'clock. Okay. Yeah. See, that's how old I am. <laughs> it felt like one a.m., but it was about twelve. We ended up at the Garrett. I had some garlic fries. Oh, guys. And some. The amount of food we had on the table, ninety-nine percent fried. Yes. So I wasn't. This is. I'm at the age where hangovers are no longer a thing. Now it's just the acid reflux from eating too much greasy foods at night. Um, so that's how we're raging now. We're eating greasy foods yeah. and we're going I, home I, at one thirty. Yeah. And drinking Pepco that was at 6 a.m. latest I've stayed out for a very long time. So yeah. I had not even three beers last night because Chels finished half of my third beer because I was already feeling like, oh, I'm going to be hungover. You, you should have drank White Claws. Uh, oh, y'all, we went to this bar. 90, no joke, 90% of the guys there had white claws. Because no laws. Yeah. (laughs) No laws when you have, wait. Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Yeah. Oh my God, Stephanie. Be cool. Sorry. (laughs) Uh... But yeah, it was, that was funny. It was kind of, I feel, um. Yeah, I've never, I never thought I'd see a time where a whole bunch of grown men were sitting at a bar drinking Zimas because that's pretty much what White Claws are. Like, you guys just slapped it on a can and that made it cool. (laughs) But it's, I mean, and then I was just like, well, let's all go get four locos. And everyone looked at me crazy. And I'm like, but you guys are drinking White Claws. Like, it's the same thing. I used to drink four locos. No, I don't. I wouldn't say used to. I had it maybe one time. We went to a, a music festival. I had it. I I ran away from my friends. I just went into the crowd, and then I had some people lift me up, and I went crowd surfing. So this is the kind of person I was in my youth. Uh-huh. And when I mean youth, I mean Four Locos came out. I was already like... 20? Uh-huh. Four Locos came out of original formula. Yeah, this yeah. New watered down. They're trying to sell you guys. But when the original Four Loco formula came out, there was all these Four Locos super intense. Like, mm-hmm. you can only drink two because of the energy, the guarana and all the stuff in it, right? Right. I was like, no, I'm going to drink six. <laughs> and I drank six four locos in one night original formula and let me tell you i part i partied for 48 hours (laughs) like this is the kind of like knucklehead stuff i used to do as a kid so now i'm perfectly fine with being pretty uh yeah and laid back yeah nothing's wrong with that yeah 
think but I'd she rather... can't get too crazy these days. I mean, I'm going to get creeps. political. Like, there are creeps out there. Yeah. Cops are insane. You can't just fight cops anymore. They'll kill you. <laughs> you can't just fight cops anymore. That's well, before <laughs> they used to kind of like just tase you or like put you in a headlock. But now they'll just shoot you for breathing. It's just insane. Um, this this is going to be another. <laughs> this, again, this is going to be a whole other yeah, episode one day. Whole, uh, whole other episode one day. Um, but yeah. So yeah, it's it's a it's a very different world. You can't. We can't freely rage like we used to. Yeah. Too many people with cameras as well. Like, I can't. Uh, we were talking about this. Thank goodness, I mean. But we have, you know, I don't need you guys Instagram living everything. I do. I don't even want to know how many Instagrams I'm on. Do you ever, you ever wonder, like, how many pictures in the background you are? Just like... You're going to Disneyland and they're taking family photos. You're like in the background. Yeah. We're probably famous. Or like so. Okay. So yesterday, and I don't. I I hate to like take pictures of. I try not to take pictures of people's face or whatever. But I did like sneak this picture of a girl when I first walked into a bar drinking a white claw, and mm-hmm. I was like, I snapped a picture like, oh, a white claw in the wild. And then I thought, how many times has somebody snapped a picture <laughs> of me? Like, look at this dummy out here dressed like that <laughs> on a Friday, like. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should probably not feed into that culture. But it was it's like yeah. a white claw in the wild. Like, <laughs> I had you, to. Why do you go to a bar and it order w- a white claw for like six bucks when you can get a whole case of them for nine ninety nine at Safeway? Which, by the way, we saw we, them with we, our own eyes. They are there's, stocked. <laughs> there's no shortage of white claws. Don't let the media fool you. Yeah. Thanks, Obama. Just kidding. I love you and I miss you so much. Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Um... All right, well, we got to get you to work because we're definitely running short on time. Um, We just wanted wanted to say thank you all, everyone who listened to the first episode. Hopefully you enjoyed this second episode. We're we're slowly, we're getting structure. We're working on on it. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, But yeah, if you don't, you should follow us on Spotify and Instagram. That'll keep you updated when we post. We're trying to post these every Monday. We record on Sundays, so we'll see, we'll hopefully get that. Um, but our Instagram is at psychology underscore 101 podcast. That's S-I-K-E-O-L-O-G-Y <laughs> underscore 101 podcast. Yes. Um, yeah. Adios. Oh, outro music? Should we do that? Yes. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> That was just an outro explosion. Yeah, you're welcome.